I, someone called me and asked, do I know where to find an illegal minion? I said, why do you want an illegal minion? He said, well, I have yard site and I, I need to say Kaddish. So I know that the shuls are closed and I know that uh, there are no minyanim, but I have to find one underground, illegal. Do I know about one? So first of all, I said to him, no, I don't. I happen not to. And second of all, if somehow I did, I certainly would not help somebody attend it. Number one, because it is civilly prohibited and the law of Dina Makutadina, that the law of the land is binding upon us, is applicable in this situation. Number two, of course, it is a threat to safety, which is a very, very serious issue. And even if, theoretically, people are standing six feet apart, first of all, it's very easy to come closer together without noticing. Second of all, the six-foot figure is not completely certain, and it leads to an attitude. When people see that, it leads to an attitude Let's look for loopholes. Let's look for ways to get around this. We don't have to really take it so seriously. But the truth is, from the point of view of Jewish law, it's exactly the opposite. A situation of suffix, a fascist, of even the remote possibility of a threat to our health, we are required to act in the most stringent way, not in the most lenient way, looking for leniencies. You know, a few days we spoke about this. Before Pesach, we were looking for leniencies. Okay, so this year you could cost you your dishwasher. This year you could buy this product that normally we wouldn't buy for Pesach. So there's an appropriate place to look for leniencies. But then, as I mentioned, there are places where it's not appropriate to look for leniencies. In fact, it's appropriate to look for stringencies. And the more religious a person is, the more seriously they take this mitzvah, the more stringent a person should be. Some people have resorted to what has been called the porch minion. So the porch minion works like this. Let's say I live in an apartment building and let's say the apartment building wraps around a courtyard. So if I stand on my porch and you stand on your porch, we're maybe 30 feet away from each other, let's say on the second or third or the 15th floor, we're 30 feet away from each other, but we can see each other and we can hear each other. So what people have in certain religious neighborhoods have done is you gather 10 men, each one on their own porch, separated by distance, and they form a minion. And they dive it. It's called a porch minion. First of all, a porch minion, according to Rabbi Herschel Schachter, is not a minion. Because in order to form a minion, 10 men have to be in the same room, not separated by walls, even low walls. And so if you're not even forming a halachic minion, what you're doing is a violation of Jewish law. And therefore, why go to the trouble of going out to the porch? Just do a Zoom minion. Just like a Zoom minion doesn't actually create a halachic minion, where it doesn't actually allow us to have public services because we're joined together on Zoom. That's the clear mainstream opinion amongst Orthodox authorities. This porch minion is no better than that because you're not even making a real minion. 
I have heard from people repeatedly that many people have agonized over not being able to say Kaddish, which requires a minion, at a funeral, during Shiva, on a yard site, people that are saying Kaddish in memory of someone that passed away. And, and I hear from people real pain and um, upset and agony over not being able to properly say Kaddish. And that speaks to a very positive value of a noble feeling of deep connection that Jews have to this prayer and the way that it resonates within the Jewish soul. That's a very positive thing. But there is also something very dangerous that is going on as well. The emotional upset, the looking for loopholes and leniencies to be able to say Kaddish, it's a serious, serious mistake. The Rambam says something, Maimonides, in his Mishnah Torah, that sounds astounding, and we need to pay very close attention to this. The Rambam talks about the mitzvah v'chai bahem. The Torah says, you shall live by them, which is the source of the law, that you should live by the laws of the Torah and not die by the laws of the Torah. That's the reason that all of the laws of the Torah are set aside when it comes to preserving life and health, except for three cardinal sins of idolatry, adultery, and murder. But everything else is set aside, not only in a situation of danger to life and health, but even suffix, even the possibility a doubt, a possibility that something might come to a threat to life. All the laws of the Torah are set aside. The Rambam says that one who does not act in accordance with that principle is a min, an apikorus, a heretic. Sounds very strange. I mean, uh, you have a person and the biggest sin in their life is that they want to dive into to Hashem and you're saying that they're an apikorist, that they're a heretic. How can you call a person a heretic when what they want to do is to say a prayer to God? They want to, they want to pray to God? How can that be called heresy? Kaddish can also become an idolatry. Minion can also be an idol. Any individual mitzvah that is taken out of the context of the entire Torah becomes an idolatry. Because what we are seeing is that some people, either in their actions or at least in their feelings, what they're really doing is they are worshiping Kaddish. They're not worshiping God. As if Kaddish has some magical formula that accomplishes something in its own way, regardless of how it might violate the other commandments that God has given us. 
And that is a profound and serious mistake. Kaddish is a mitzvah of leveraging a minion, a quorum of people that come together to praise Hashem and to, hate, to say, Yehei Rabbah, Hashem's name should be blessed. But it must fit into the structure of everything that God wants for us and from us. Because if it doesn't, if we treat it as an end in and of itself, it becomes an idol. And we have become, God forbid, heretics. This story happened to me very early in my career. It was over 35 years ago. My first position was a rabbi in uh, New Orleans, Louisiana. The shul was called Young Israel of Metairie. And the shul was a small building and it faced and was very close to a very busy street. Very busy. And uh, it was during Shabbos morning davening. We're in the middle of chakras. And uh, we all heard, we're a small crowd, maybe 30, 40, 50 people. And we heard a loud crash of a car crash that had happened, obviously just outside our building. And it happened that in our congregation at that time, there were several doctors and medical professionals. And so um, immediately I yelled out in the middle of davening, all doctors outside, go help. And I ran to my office to call 911. It was just immediate, instinctive. It didn't, didn't require any uh, uh, weighing. It was, it was obvious and it was immediate. And I remember that there was uh, one person there, a very wonderful and from person, a very religious, meticulous, religious person, a doctor, an important doctor. And he objected. And he said, we're in the middle of davening. We shouldn't interrupt davening. It's a busy street. There are a lot of other people outside. Somebody else will take care of it. I didn't even take the time to answer him until later. But that's a profound misunderstanding of what it is that God wants from us. This past March 13th on Friday, that morning, all of the shuls, all the rabbis had a meeting and we decided that all of our shuls would stay open that Shabbos, but we were going to alter Kiddush, either not hold Kiddush or alter it. And then during the day, you may remember that was the day that Premier Legault spoke. Other information became public during that day. And late in the day on that Friday, I sat in my office right here, uh, trembling at making the decision to close the building and to halt services. I was trembling, but I was certain. I had no doubt because it was a question of suffix akonistofashus. And that overrides everything. You can tremble, but you can't hesitate. Because that's what's got to be done immediately. And all through this time, just to share with you my own personal feeling, 
all through this time, whenever I feel the lack, and I do, of course, of being able to see people in person, being able to have shul, being able to daven with the minion, all the things that we're missing. It never makes me feel sad or upset because I always remember to myself, I am in the midst of performing another mitzvah. And this mitzvah is the highest mitzvah that God has commanded us. God has commanded that this mitzvah of protecting health and safety comes before all the other mitzvahs. So I can sit at home and stay on my sofa by myself and be involved in something that takes precedence over Kaddish, precedence over, Shab- pre- over Minyan, precedence over Shabbos, if necessary. Because that's what God wants. So there's no reason to be upset Because Hashem says, now I want you to do a different mitzvah. It's like saying a person should be upset. On Yom Tov, a man should be upset that he's not putting on tefillin. Okay, you're not putting on tefillin because Yom Tov is not the time for tefillin. Yom Tov is the time for eating matzah on Pesach. So you get to fulfill the mitzvah of matzah. Do you feel bad that you didn't fulfill the mitzvah of tefillin? No, because you had no mitzvah of tefillin because it was Yom Tov. You had a different mitzvah. Today, we do not have a mitzvah of Minyan or Kaddish. We have a mitzvah of Achaibahem, and that's the mitzvah, and we have to do it. There is no one who wants the shul to open quicker than I do. I'm sure others share that, but no one feels it more than me. And I hope it will happen soon. And we will do everything in our power to make it as soon as possible. But I want to assure you, it will be at the right time. And the right time will not be based on economic or financial factors. It will not even be based on what the government says, though that will certainly be a consideration. And it will certainly not be based on sentimentality. It will be based on medical experts allowing us to base the decision on the mitzvah of v'chaibahem. Is it safe? Is it proper? Are we able to fulfill God's commandments? Looking for leniencies, looking for loopholes, trying to do it quicker or sooner is not only wrong, it is a chilul Hashem. It is a desecration of God's name. We don't worship Kaddish. We don't worship Minyan. We Jews worship God. Have a great day and have a wonderful Shabbos.